the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock. Brought to you by West Escondido, West Oceanside, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your host of Auto Talk Radio, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. Just sitting here in the studio looking up. The TVs aren't turned on because all the plugs are missing, huh, Brett? That's right. All that carpeting is messing us up. <laughs> this here. carpet. It's some really nice new carpeting they got throughout the studio. Do you here like the them. smell of the studio, too? I mean, well, come it's on, like fresh things. and new. Like yeah. they just built it, right? Exactly. Not like old new, musky. It's not that new car smell, but it's a new carpet smell. New carpet smell, which is good because a lot of smells get in carpet over years. People spill stuff, you know, coffee, things like that on the carpet. and then I don't do that. At all? I was being facetious. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, but it does smell uh, very carpety. It does. That's for sure. So, well, which is uh, not a bad thing. They're upgrading everything, which is good. So, sure. they're going to do the carpet on the walls, too? No, as far as I know, if that's that's safe. just sound barrier. Yes, exactly. If you're spilling carpet on the wall, you're throwing or, or coffee on the wall. You're throwing stuff all over the place. Anyway, yeah, so. I, I I trust that our uh, other radio hosts aren't doing that. But let's know, hope not. Let's we hope. we don't really have control though. We're not there. So anyway, all right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. Well, we're talking all things automotive. You can give me a call one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Anything automotive related, we're here to talk about for sure. Um, today, we're talking about how poor car maintenance could wreck your wallet, obviously. Um, pretty simple stuff, but uh, always good as a reminder. Um, I see a lot of cars with a lot of different problems, and uh, some of them could be prevented if the car was serviced properly. Um, but, uh, um, yep, one of, those, one of those things for sure. Um, yeah, good stuff. So, but you can call with any of your automotive-related questions. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Um, I was trying to think of uh, anything this week that uh, was special automotive-wise that happened. Is there any car shows going on this weekend at all? No, Nothing? just a uh, uh, lot of cars and coffee stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. they are doing uh, half-price museums over in Balboa Park all this month. So head down to the San Diego Automotive Museum. Absolutely. I did that yesterday. It was oh, fun. And it's half-price for all the museums there? Yep. Oh, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that, that You've been to the Auto Museum before, haven't you? Of course, you? Yeah. yeah. I, I was just there yesterday itself. So uh, my uh, grand, uh, grandfather from North Dakota uh, is down in town right now nice. and he wanted to he just i don't know if he just bought it or he still has it uh well he definitely still has it it's a 1963 pace pacer car uh from chevy I'm oh nice pace car yes uh-huh. pace car yeah 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 and uh he wanted to see if they had the instruction manual but and that uh when we were over there there was still uh reorganizing everything yeah so. and i'll talk about that real quick because uh the library there is quite extensive and they're redoing the entire library um so you can uh you know get down there and like brendan said half price to get in the museums the auto museum is pretty amazing the gentleman lenny that is now the curator ceo uh handling everything there um has done an amazing job with his team um, getting everything uh, reorganized and uh, and the stuff they're bringing in there. So it, it's a pretty cool place. It really is. If you've never been, go check it out. If you've been before and it's been a long time, go check it out because it's even better and they're moving stuff through there and new stuff in and out. And uh, But like I said, they, they really have created, uh, redid the whole uh, library there and there's all kinds of stuff automotive related um, that you can find there at the library for sure. 
My personal favorite, by the way, uh, are the uh, 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 oh, what you call it? The cars that aren't going out to. The, they're just concept cars. That's right. Yeah, there's I a love couple concept the cars. On concept cars, my oh, yeah. goodness, the the ideas they had back in the day to well, how they have some concept cars there too. Oh, I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I just like looking at the books and seeing mm-hmm. what ideas they had. They were so innovative that gotcha. we st- that we're using them today. What their ideas they had back then. So and they're still finishing putting the library together. Though, oh, yes. Right. Yeah, because oh, yeah. they redid the whole thing so that there's a whole area exactly. that you can go and just sit and get books and look at them. And, they have like know. a Dewey Decimal system in there. I'm surprised how mm-hmm. accurate that is. So it's very, yeah. very good. Yeah, it's yeah. very cool. Oh, so. a very cool thing too. Uh, they uh, got a whole big donation box. They have a book from 1903 from uh, Nikola Tesla about vehicles. That is so interesting. Really? Yeah, that's that. he is advanced for thinking that at that time of 1903, so... That was a very, very cool thing there. Well, and that's where all the great stuff we have started from is people like that, you know, that had uh, ideas and and thoughts and ways to put them into uh, motion for sure. All right, let's grab Kevin real quick. Good morning, Kevin. Uh, Good morning. What you got going on, my friend? Uh, Are are they going to change the smog law from 73 or no, 75 and below? Are they going to raise that uh, year where you don't have to smog an older vehicle? It's been a long time since they've done that. And to be honest with you, I, I don't see them doing that. They they, they, they might, but it's, it's just not something that's really uh, uh, on their radar to do so. I mean, they're always um, just working on the newer stuff. So I, I would, I'd, and it's actually uh, 73 and older ex- exempt. Um, uh, I do believe 74 still has to be smog. That's a cutoff year as far as that goes. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, but uh, you don't, you know, there's not a lot of eighties vehicles out there anymore. No, most of them have died. You're right. Yeah. So, so they may at some point, uh, but we'll see if it does happen. I'll tell you when it's going to happen. Uh, when they change the smog program and they fully get away with, get away are done with the dyno system and all that. Cause right now, you uh-huh. know, everything that's, uh, uh, a 2000 and newer is run on what's called the DAD, which is the new smog system we use, which it just plugs in and, and monitors everything that way. We don't actually do an emissions test uh, on 2000 okay. and newer vehicles. It's, it's, it's more using the computer of the vehicle to monitor and see if anything's gone wrong because uh, of cars have gotten a lot more technologically advanced and therefore they tell on themselves all the time. Um, so right. that's why we switched to that system. So the next, uh, yeah, when it, it, they will change the year on that if they do get a, rid of the uh, dyno system in the old uh, uh, bar 97, it was called, um, which is still the same concept they're using for cars that are 99 and older. Okay. The uh, wasn't originally, it was on a 30 year, Progressive. Well, people said that before, but I've never. I they 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 kind of stuck to that, and it kind of worked for a while. But they not really, not now. So they haven't changed it. But but as with anything, you know, that way they're doing things and changing things uh, changes as time goes by and in the years. So yeah, like I said, it. I I would think that uh, because even at two thousand right now, we're what twenty four years. If you have a two thousand model car, it's twenty four years old, right? So, right, um, right. We're, yeah, which is amazing to say right now when I say that, it just sounds kind of weird, but, uh, I know. And yeah. there's, everything's more efficient with the OBD two. Correct. Oh, absolutely. And you are correct about things. Uh, you know, most nineties cars and, uh, there's not a ton. I mean, there are nineties cars on the road here, but not a, not like there used to be. And there's definitely like eighties cars you, you, you just don't see them, right? I mean, you just don't. Yeah. So most of them and, have been totaled or whatever, and they're definitely not collector's items, most of them. Yeah, but I was wondering uh, if it is a collector's item and you still have to smog it, would, and you don't have to smog it, do you think that would raise the value of a collector car? I wouldn't say it raised the value. What it does open the door for is people to modify them, which oh, obviously yeah. happens in some older cars, you know, here and there. But uh, um, for the yeah. most part, anybody that still has one of those vehicles, I mean, like I, there we have, we right now have an an eighty eight Fiero that's in the shop up in Escondido. Uh, it's a gentleman uh-huh. that owns it. He's putting a bunch of money in it. He owns another one that's that's in perfect condition. He loves these cars. He restores them. 
So he mm-hmm. likes. So we're doing all the mechanical work on it for him. Um, we also have okay. an '89 IROC Z in that somebody had and kept and all that. So, but those are not daily driver cars and they don't, you know, so you are right about the thing we could really get rid of, you know, if they were to move it up to, and and what I foresee happening in the future, maybe in the next six years, maybe when we get up about, you know, 2030 in, in that area, um, that yeah. they do do away with the uh, a bar 97 and dyno system for the 99 and older. And they may just stop smogging those cars. It's highly possible. So eventually, it's going to change. I just can't tell you when. But but on the Fiero and the, would you say the IROC? You don't think the value would go up, would you? Mm, not necessarily. The value on those cars is already uh, where it's at and going up because of the age and the condition they've kept those in, and they were they were desired cars back then in the day. You know, um, right, right. So, but- but it might open the door for modifications. It could, yeah, for sure. But modifications lower the value of of a car typically. Um, that's uh, it, you know, if you're trying to keep it stock, like you know, if you're going to keep this car stock and later, you know, oh, it's a collector's item, send it through Barrett Jackson. If you start doing a bunch of modifications yeah. to them, that that uh, um, then yeah. it does that lowers the can lower the value of them too. So you got to be careful with that on yeah. both sides. Yeah, really can't predict the future. Mm-mm. No, but the smog program will. Car. The smog program will eventually change because when there's just no need to, and here's what it starts to happen, and it's already started to happen. I mean, when there's no need for that, we do not smog. Uh, see very many cars that are like you know, um, ninety five and older. We just don't. So, um, at some point, then everybody like us that has the equipment to smog those will stop maintaining it and just say, well, I don't want to do that anymore. You know what I mean? The only reason right now, to be honest with you, we keep, we have two locations that we have Miramar and Escondido that is a a star certified, which you have to have the dyno and all that for the old cars. Um, and that is the only reason we keep the dyno right now and anybody that does because not because we want to work on a ton of those cars, but to stay star certified, you have to have both pieces of equipment. Eventually, that's going to go away, and and when it does, then the 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 year that the cutoff is will probably move. Oh, that makes sense because then you can get rid of all that equipment, I guess. Correct. Well, correct. Yeah, and it just becomes obsolete. And to be honest with you, the company that now if everything's changed before we bought the smog machines, now th- those machines are leased. And they're expensive, in my opinion. It's a waste of money almost. But uh, And also the company that, that takes care of them, because in the lease they're supposed to maintain them, uh, their customer uh-huh. service is terrible, to be honest with you. So the things are broken down all the time. They can't get people out to fix them. Uh, just like every other industry right now, they're having trouble with you know having uh, quality technicians to uh, as far as you know there's a shortage. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Keeping the equipment maintains a pain. Uh, okay. Well, hopefully the state will figure that out and said it's not worth it anymore. Because, like you said, it, you don't use it very much, do you? Nope, nope, not a whole lot. We use the new machines a lot more because we're seeing obviously cars in you know two thousand and newer. Right, right, and then you have to put your fingerprint to run the machine. Uh, actually, it's a palm print. <laughs> Oh, it's a palm print. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a palm print thing. We had to get a and palm reader's. That's, uh, that's kind of new. That is new within the last year. Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. So that is the thing we do. And, and really, that's not a bad thing. That's, it's it's to cut down on people using somebody else's smog license to smog cars, as far as that. So like, if oh. you, and not that, I mean, we never had to worry about that in our facilities, but I do know some places that uh, uh, the Bureau was fighting uh, stuff like, you know, a technician would just allow somebody else that worked with him to use a smog license anytime he wanted. And back then it was just a passcode that you put in. Now you actually have to scan your palm. So what it does is prevent that from happening, which is good. It's not a bad thing. Okay. All right. Well, keep me posted. Will do. Will do. Hey, thanks for listening and have a safe, wonderful weekend. Every weekend I listen to you. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care now. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, great questions when it comes to the smog program. You know, things that, uh, that what, uh, when, when, it, when are they going to change it? And Brenda's hoopty won't have to be smogged. That's right, because the only thing I saw... Don't you have a 74, a gremlin or something? No, 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 no. no. <laughs>
But uh, uh, the only smog thing I noticed, like, recently in terms of the laws was something for, like, the uh, 16-wheeler, or not 16, uh, 18-wheeler trucks. Well, heavy-duty trucks, they're changing emissions requirements on them all. Exactly, yeah. Those trucks had cut off. Some bunch of those guys had to get rid of trucks Mm -hmm. that aren't allowed to run in California because of smog laws or retrofit them, which was costing, like, $50,000, $60,000 per truck. Right. And uh, and on a non-automotive-related note, I know they're... Do, they're really, really heavy on the leaf blowers causing smog, apparently, too, <laughs> as well. But that's a totally separate thing. Oh, you don't give me... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the leaf blower is what's causing the bad emissions. Exactly. There's so many of them in use. And I think that and gasoline lawnmowers they don't like, and anything gasoline for your yard, they want you to be all electric now, or I guess, c- could you get a hybrid one? Ooh, Ooh. that's... Wow, I didn't think of that. Ooh. Yeah, little gas motor to keep your little battery charged whenever it needs to boom, come on, be all good. So, all right, folks, hey, I'll hang on. We're going to take our uh, first break here, real quick. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1. Keep the calls coming in. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. And Brendan. There you go. He's here hanging out. Thank you. Well, thanks for being the producer. Oh, no, no. Thank you for being a great host and uh, an awesome, awesome uh, dude in general. Awesome, awesome dude in general? Yes. Very cool. Well, thank you. You're a pretty awesome dude, too. Oh, you're going to make me blush. (laughs) Good thing the window's tinted between us. I can't tell. Good thing I'm on the radio is all (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. All good. So good stuff. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Um, real quick, I'm going to grab David uh, first because. Uh, good morning, David. You you have an update for Thanks. me, so I was going to instead of leaving you hanging you. for long, I was going to grab it real quick. What you? Thanks very much. I enjoyed listening to Brendan Blush. Um, <laughs> it, I talked to you a couple of weeks ago because the VSA light was going on in my uh, going off in my 2000 Acura, mm-hmm. and you put me on the trail of low tire pressure. And I didn't tell you about the little brake light that was blinking on and off, too. And it was brake fluid. My gotcha. brake fluid was low, which is what it turned out to be. But thank okay. you. You put me in the right direction. Well, yeah, that light hooks to a lot of things. And now that your brake fluid's low, what did you do? Top it off? Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you wonder where the brake fluid went? Um. <laughs> No, I didn't think about that. That's, that's, that's no, not my job. The light's off. It's perfect. We're good to go. So, no, in exactly. just, yeah, in this case, I just like, um, I would get it in and get the brakes inspected because most likely you don't have a leak, but most likely the pads are probably quite worn and getting low. And that's why we, as the caliper pistons move out, the brake fluid level and the reservoir drops and therefore the warning light came on. So that's probably what it's not that you're in a danger of, of losing brake pressure, but your your brake pads are probably pretty getting pretty low now. Okay, I've had this car for two years and I have not had to do anything to the brakes, so that would Yep. Make yep. Sense. Yeah, they're prob they're probably about to that point. So I'd get get it in, we'll get it checked out and it probably needs brakes on her. Alrighty, sir. Thank you very much. And thanks for thinking for me. No problem. That's my job when it comes to cars. That's your job when it comes to my plants. That's why I ask you all those questions. Have a wonderful weekend, Dave. You too. Take Take care. Bye-bye. Great question and great, great update for sure. Uh, Real quick here, I do want to remind folks, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified taking care of folks up there for over 30 years. Along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved taking care of folks out there in East County for over 11 years now. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue 
uh, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks over there for over six years now, right there in central San Diego. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road, Eastgate Mall, right in the Golden Triangle. AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks over there um, for well over four years now, coming up on five. And West Oceanside Automotive and Transmission, 229 South Coast Highway, AAA approved, taking care of folks over there for almost a year now, although uh, it's been Oceanside Transmission for almost 30 years and doing great stuff there. Good store, great peoples. So all five locations, stop in to visit one of us, and uh, we're happy to get you taken care of. Uh, all of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and my employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. Uh, we believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Stop in and have your vehicle service or repair it. Find out what quality automotive service repair is all about for sure. And the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit, of course. Um, but we help a lot of folks out that way. Uh, you can also take advantage of our care transmission diagnosis or drivability diagnosis or inspections by our master certified technicians, which eliminates unweighted parts replacement, which we see way too much of. Cars come in with the same problem, with a bunch of new parts hung all over them, and it did not fix the issue. So get your vehicle in and get it diagnosed properly by us, and we'll get you taken care of. Uh, we also uh, offer shuttle rides to or from work or home in our little Kias and uh, uh, rental vehicles from uh, partners at all five locations. So if you need to get your vehicle service, you need a rental vehicle, you need to ride home either way, get in, we'll get you taken care of. Uh, you can also jump on westautomotivegroup.com, see all about us, and uh, check us out. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or, or Twitter is called X now or something like that, but same thing. Um, and uh, we send out little stuff and great things, and we're there to 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 remind you of tips for cars and everything else. So, and you can see all about us and make appointments at westautomotivegroup.com. You can also check out the Automan segments where I'm the Automan for the CW and Fox 5 or uh grab up Auto Talk Radio post podcast right from there. You can also pick up the podcast anytime from uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com and tune in. They're all there for your taking or you can call us this morning at 1888 1-888- 344-1170 with any automotive-related questions. Or email me at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. Okay, let's grab Al real quick. Good morning, Al. Yes, good morning. How are you, sir? Not too bad. Yourself? Another beautiful Saturday. I'm kind of glad that it stopped raining, so it looks like a beautiful day. Yeah, I'm calling because I was helping my friend with his 2017 Sonata Okay. Uh, to, to pass a smog test. And we replaced the oxygen sensor and cleared that fault. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were able to get all the monitors set except the EVAP. And so doing, doing a little research, we found out California doesn't require the EVAP monitor to be set. My question is, why is it so hard to set it? Um, so the EVAP monitor monitor has all kinds of requirements to run, and you are correct about that. That is the only uh, monitor that that can be incomplete when smogging the vehicle, and it'll still pass currently. That will go away eventually, I guarantee you, because they, they keep moving this up. But for right now, you are correct. But the EVAP monitor itself requires uh, several cold starts to run finally, and it the tank has to be at a certain level of fuel. And if you read down, there's all, all these requirements to make that monitor actually run. So, um, it will eventually, but, uh, it, it's a lot tougher to get it to go than others. The criteria is, uh, is quite extensive. Do you see that problem a lot or, or that symptom a lot? That the monitor hasn't run? Yes, we see it. We do see it a lot. Um, But there is criteria for every monitor. We can actually force them to run usually. So, and then there's, and then there's other, uh, like Chrysler has a a service bay uh, test that you can actually uh, force the computer to, to run the EVAP test. So, and, and complete it as far as that goes. Um, so there's different, there's different, depends on the manufacturer and that different things. Some of them runny, but, uh, so what we do when we're having this problem is we look up what's called the criteria to, to make the monitor run. And then we follow that exactly. And usually we can force the monitor to run and it'll complete itself. 
Yeah, we tried driving and stopping and starting and what have you, and nothing seemed to work. And luckily, we found out you don't have to have it set. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, you don't have to have that one set. And and all I can tell you is is make sure that if you've replaced like the oxygen sensor in that before you go smog it, that there's no permanent DTC set because now cars what they do, and that's a 2017. Um, if like they'll set a code such as Catalyst. It beca- even though you repair the vehicle, it becomes a permanent DTC. Even though it runs the monitor, that DTC stays there. And a DTC is the code in the, in the computer stating there's a problem, like a PO420. For like 225 starts, 400 <laughs> wow. miles. I'm serious. The criteria, it'll stay there and the, it, the car will fail for a permanent DTC. So uh, um, that it needs to go through all that criteria to clear that DTC on its own uh, before the car will pass smog if it's in there. Well, okay. Okie dokie. Yeah, uh, thank you very much. No, Have a good day. No problem. You too. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for being a listener. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Okay, bye. Bye-bye now. And Al brings up, gentleman brings up a good point there with, with smog and that. Same thing. I have a 2019 Hyundai Tucson, and it set a cat code. We got the cat all replaced, but it has a permanent DTC in it right now. So we have to go through all the criteria, start, drive, run. Things. It's going to take a couple weeks to clear that out, even following exactly through what we need to do. And once it's gone, then we'll smog the car. So, But uh, just, just one of those things for sure, without question. All right, let's real quick quick grab uh, Laura. Good morning, Laura. Good morning. Um, I have a question uh, about my daughter's uh, car. She's in college and I'm trying to keep this car going until she (laughs) gets out and gets a job. Um, I'm one of those type of people who's constantly making sure that things are maintained. So I bring the cars in every six months or sooner if needed. Gotcha. So we acquired through my cousin a, a Ford 2001 SE sedan, and I've been keeping up on it since then. It's been about six years. Mm -hmm. Uh, The history is in uh, 2018, the idle air control valve was replaced. I've had the battery changed in 2019. I've had the alternator um, uh, changed out in 22. So she was driving down the freeway a couple weeks ago and went to take off on the ramp. It's about 18-mile drive. Mm-hmm. And she said she saw all these lights at the ramp, light, and um, the car just stopped. Mm-hmm. Put it back into park and restarted, and it started back up. Okay. And then she um, went over to our mechanic. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the mechanics tried to look at it and hasn't found any problem. Mm-hmm. So no codes, nothing, and then they finally called me and says, we can't get this to fail. You should go and bring it to somebody who specializes in Fords. Mm -hmm. So with your experience and given the information that I have, any ideas on what's going on? Because I've been driving it, and I can't get it to fail. I don't see it heat up or anything. Well, it's cold too. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think you're having an overheat problem or anything like that with the vehicle. Um, it sounds okay. more like to me something could have glitched with the PCM. Or I will tell you this: what you just told me, you said the battery was put in 2019. It's time. To, I was thinking I need. Yeah, it's I time to replace to the battery. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just because yeah. the battery's five five. I mean, if if it's not. Fa- Work close to failing now. It's working in that direction. It's going to leave her stranded. Batteries are good for about five to six years, and we tell folks just yeah. just replace them. It's you'll save yourself a lot of headache in the long run. Um, yeah. So, and it could be something simple of that. We could have a, a plate that's getting ready to short on that, and in inside the battery, um, anything okay. like that can cause uh, um, a, a voltage spike that caused the PCM to shut down for a moment, which is probably what happened. So, okay. um, what I would do on this is truly probably just get, get a battery put on her, uh, make sure all the connections okay. are clean and everything's good when they do that. And, uh, then see where we go from there. Just, you know, if okay. it does repeat, uh, then we got to look into it deeper. But, uh, at this point right now, it's going to be very difficult, um, for anybody to find anything because it doesn't sound, it didn't have a check engine light on, right? 
No, it's it, just all of the lights went off as if you were starting the car. That's what she said. Correct. Almost like it d- disconnected and then re- reconnected. So, um, yeah, that's what I would do. I put a, put a new battery in it. So you got a good quality battery and uh, just monitor okay. the car from there. If she does have any glitches or she notices anything, make notes about when it was and how it was. And then, of course, get it in again to somebody. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, I listen to you as often as I can. And we definitely go to interstate battery. And on your guys' advice, and I do appreciate it. No problem. Yep. Best quality batteries out there for sure. But, uh, yeah, get that done, and I appreciate you listening, and and uh, have a safe, uh, safe, wonderful weekend. And let me know uh, if any other concerns pop up on that. I'd be, I'd be I interested Thank in knowing. Thank you so much. Thank okay. you. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, always great questions. All right, we're going to take our last break here real quick. But, folks, Alan, hang on. I'll get you next. one 888 you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM in North County. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man. Here on Auto Talk Radio, Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. As uh, the last caller we spoke with, Laura, um, they are the highest quality batteries out there and number one technician recommended battery nationwide worldwide if you need a battery for your vehicle jump on westautomotivegroup.com make an appointment and we'll get you an interstate installed need a battery for any other reason check them out at their storefronts very cool place 9345 cabot drive in miramar or in la mesa at 70th and university interstate battery a battery for every need love interstate batteries actually great stuff so a uh a regular listener steve who uh emails back and forth with me often uh is uh 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 great uh uh stuff i guess you know what i was i was, thought it was 74 and older i don't know this article is right but anyway uh 75 uh yeah i think 74 is exempt sort of makes sense yeah so 75 and newer has to be smogged correct but not that's not really not the point that i was talking about there was a, a bill introduced in 2019 uh, that they're working on. This takes years to get this done. So just a not little update that pre-1983 vehicle, so looks like 82 and older, uh, would, would be exempt from smog. Or smog exemption year to 1983, maybe. So maybe 1984 and newer would still have to be smogged. Um, they do change laws in, on this stuff regularly. So um, it was Assembly Bill number 210 introduced uh, in January 14th, 2019, an act to amend Section 44011 of the Health and Safety Code uh, to ve- relating to vehicular uh, air pollution. Um, uh, so it would get rid of the biennial inspections and, and, and transfer of ownership and all that inspections for these vehicles. Uh, so anyway... This bill would instead exempt from the smog check program all motor vehicles manufactured prior prior to 1983. Okay, so 1982 and older would be exempt, including diesel vehicles uh, that are less 14,001 pounds um, gross weight rating of. It says greater, but anyway, it's 14,000 pounds or less um, because anything above 14,000 pounds is heavy duty emissions, and that's a totally different ballpark. Um, so that that's actually incorrect. Whoever wrote that, but uh, yeah. So in in, in many times we've changed uh, uh, smog laws, such as uh, they changed. We used to be brand new cars were exempt for six years. Now they're exempt for eight years. So things do change on this. It just takes uh, um, uh, different. You know, there's a lot to this. So as far as that goes, um, but anyway, good stuff. Uh, so it is in in different kinds of works and things like that. And I just wanted to bring that up. Um, some other information on this. Uh, 
California government signed a smog check exemption repeal video. Uh, Steve sent me some cool stuff. He does a lot of research on this. Uh, receiving thousands of messages of the bill coming. Oh, that was that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was a long time ago. So, uh, the new law repeals California's current rolling emissions test exemption for vehicles thirty years and older. Oh. With a new law, lifetime testing on all 1976 and newer model vehicles. Oh, there you go. So that was when Arnold Schwarzenegger, that's when they did away with the 30-year that that uh, gentleman was asking about when we spoke to him. So uh, that, that facts are in, on our side. 30-year So they just move it by year now. That 30-year thing does not exist. So that's when it happened uh, with Mr. Schwarzenegger when he was... Uh, um, the governor of, of California, which was quite a while ago that they got rid of that. So anyway, great, great information and good news for sure when it comes to uh, what what the truth is on this stuff. So, um, And uh, like Steve did mention, we were emailing back and forth, ni- uh, 1975 uh, uh, it was a good kind of, because that's when the converters were required on vehicles. That's kind of why they started there. And also anything 74 and older, it truly, if you're still running it, it's a class car. It's, you're not driving it daily or anything. I mean, how many times do you see a 1974 car on the road? Almost never. I don't see any 1975s either. I did see a Pinto not long ago that came into the shop. That was interesting, but that's another story. I think it was like a 76 Pinto. Good stuff. So anyway. All right. Let's see what Alan has to say. Good morning, Alan. Uh, good morning. Um, I do have a question. Sure. My engine light came on on my um, Ford uh, pickup. Mm-hmm. F one, um, you know, F one fifty. It's a two hundred one three, and it's a three point five. Okay, EcoBoost. EcoBoost, yes, sir. Okay, and the engine light came came on, um, and it said uh, it needs an engine service. What does it? I've never heard of an engine service per se, but w- what is it supposed to consist of? It, the actual check engine lights on. No, it came on one that said engine service. Oh, engine service. Well, that's most likely a maintenance reminder as far as that goes, you know, Um, because it's probably coming on. When's the last time you serviced the oil on it? Oh, I service it every, every, um, about every 3,500 miles or so. I put a new oil oil and filter in. And most likely what happened, that, that wasn't on, and whoever did service missed resetting that because it wasn't on. Okay, and it went off though. Yeah, it went, it, on, it, it, went, it went on for a couple of startups, and then it went off. It's not on there now. Oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like it was a like an engine comes on and it'll never go off till you fix it. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's that's very interesting. Um, but uh, I wonder. Uh, hmm. I See, one time, one time when I had about one hundred twenty thousand miles on it. I went to pass uh, somebody up uh, on on Highway Eight Freeway, okay, and I didn't have any power all of a sudden. Even though I floored it, mm-hmm. and and so I took it in, and they changed spark plugs and everything like that, and then I had all my power back. You know, it was really weird because you didn't have uh, my engine is very very fast, but um, uh, at that one time it, it was it was like powerless. You know, and you you could go, but but you couldn't have. Uh, the, the turbo power's really kicking in and, and having, um, uh, you know, a, a power burst. It didn't have that. And then I, they, did the, they um, did the spark plug change, and what a difference. It went back to normal. Gotcha. That was at the, that was at the Ford dealer on that one. Gotcha. But now, now I've got 195,000 miles on it, and, it, and I, I just, I've never heard of an engine service. And I, that, that, and I, I look at my manual, and it doesn't. It doesn't um, uh, say anything about it when you look it up. Yeah, I was just trying to look right here in our system. Uh, just to see real quick. Uh, so the check engine light itself, that looks like the engine is not on, right? Just to clarify. Yeah, the, I never had a, um, in engine uh, the that particular light come on gotcha okay so this is not a check engine light then it, it's it that's, just that's said correct. it's just a light is it red and it says service well, engine 
Well, what happened was I've had this happen uh, several years ago where the where the truck would just shut off. Okay. When you're driving, it's very dangerous. But when the truck would just shut off, and I go to the side of the road, and you don't have any power, and it but the engine is 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 chugging a little bit, and then it dies. <clears throat> the Ford dealer can't find anything on any code whatsoever. But the big, the big, you know, on the screen on the Ford, you have a, a big, when things go wrong, uh-huh. you have this big yellow wrench. That's that what I was up. at. So this is the yellow wrench that came on. On the, Yeah, it came on. <clears throat> First, the yellow wrench came on. Okay. And then, then the yellow wrench went away, and it said, uh, engine service needed. Okay. But <clears throat> I, I thought, what in the heck? Because that, well, that yellow wrench is scary. Yeah, well, yeah, well, because the yellow wrench often can mean drivetrain issues, such as transmission issue. It picks up, but it picks up all different kinds of things as far as that goes. So when it says service engine, I it, it's picking something up as far as that goes. Then if the yellow wrench come came on first, um, it's you're going to need to get get a look. At, but most likely, it has stored a code in one of the modules, so that's the easiest way to kind of figure out what caused it to, to come on. As far as that goes, could be something very okay. simple. Um, so it's it's hard hard to say. But uh, that's a yeah. Ford has gone w- went through that on several years there, where they did that wrench light, and the wrench light could come on for uh, you know uh, traction control issues. Could come on for there's all kinds of things that's kind of hooked to for that versus just the check engine light, which has to do with fuel control, engine you drive, you know those kind of things. Um, yeah. So they got a couple different warnings there, but but yeah, there should be a code stored in one of the modules. Okay, I'll have to check on that. Yeah. Okay. That, that's what I would do because that's what it sounds like to me. It, and once again, it could be minor. I. It's hard to say. They they hook it to so many different things. Okay. 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 All right. Well, thank great, you very great much. Talking to you, no problem. Keep us posted. What's going on with it? And we'll go from there. Okay. Thanks, Alan. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll try. You, you too. You got it. Thank Take you. care now. Bye-bye, you guys. Bye-bye. All right. Great question, though. Yeah. That Ford did that kind of like, it's like the, the VS, the light that uh, was talking about with the Acura, the brake fluid low, tire pressure low. You can hook hooks to all those kind of things as far as that goes. So, anyway, it looks like I lost Bodie. He was there a second ago. Now he's gone. Oh, okay. He'll call back. I'm know. sure he will. He wanted to update us on his uh, happenings those last few weeks. It's... Mm-hmm. It was quite crazy. It's by crazy. Why am I talking like a baby? It's by <laughs> crazy. Like Daffy Duck. <laughs> I know. <Sorry. laughs> so uh, hopefully he calls back and uh, we'll put him on immediately from there. You got it. That's what we'll do. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, great questions though today. Absolutely. Lots of callers. Good stuff. Uh, do you want some car news? Super quick. I only got two quick stories. If you want me to read them, super quick. Absolutely. Uh, we are very, very close to the AM for Every Vehicle Act, so AM radio could stay in some newer cars finally. Uh, so that's a good thing for both us, and I would say just in general. Yeah, I really absolutely. do enjoy AM radio a lot. Uh, and lastly, uh, Ford will now discontinue the parallel parking program. They say that it was not a popular feature amongst uh, most of their drivers, and it's looking to save the company two billion dollars by eliminating that program. So, yeah, you need to learn how to park your own day. Exactly. Car. Stop yeah. being so lazy. All yeah, the push a button. And, <laughs> I wonder if it ran into many things. I wonder too. I, I, I didn't hear any stories like that. I doubt it did. I, yeah, and it's very slow. Yeah, I'm sorry, Price. To, you know, <laughs> have you ever watched anybody call their Tesla to them? Um, not in real life, but on videos. Yes, I have. Uh, yes. (laughs) The only thing I could see that that would be useful for if it was pouring down rain. Yes. But the car moves at like point negative one mile an hour or something like that. Point negative one. (laughs) (laughs) A snail's going faster in the rain than that thing. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. Have you seen it done? They don't move that fast. uh, uh, They must have sped it up in the video because it looks much faster in videos I've seen. Well, it depends on what's around it. So, but like I'm saying, it's pouring down rain. You're in a parking lot. You're called. I saw. I watched a guy do it at uh, 24 Hour Fitness one morning. Oh, and it was pouring down rain. Good. Good reason to do it, I guess. You don't yeah. got to rock walk all the way out in the parking lot and get soaking wet. Waited for the car. I mean, it was a good, uh, you know, couple minute process, and it was halfway down the parking lot. It backed out slowly. Are you come. telling me that he could have gotten there faster if he just walked to his vehicle and got inside? Like, well, we were leaving first. a gym. He could have jogged to his vehicle oh, faster. That's, that's for true. dang sure. That's true. Yeah. So. 
but then there's no you can't run between the raindrops so i understand why i would love to see a man try to do that run run between between the the raindrops or chase his tesla down the driveway (laughs) i saw a video recently speaking of this uh the ford maca uh which is the all-electric mustang car yes um sitting in a in in a uh driveway where it snowed and all of a sudden the car lights start flashing the car starts sliding down the driveway Uh uh-oh yeah, I was like, "What is that?" I know I don't know if this is truly an irregular issue or with these cars, but uh, um, this lady was saying that every time it snows with a parking brake on the car and park, it slides down the driveway, and the driveway wasn't that steep. You know, you start thinking like, "Well, how steep's the driveway?" Right. There was another car parked right next to it. It didn't move. Hmm. It didn't go anywhere. So I don't know what's happening with this car. I thought that is the oddest thing I've ever seen. So, but uh, and it went in the wheels aren't rolling it just slides down the driveway and off it goes into the road i think it's just a one-time thing i don't think she said it's happened twice twice that's what she said twice yeah it's a phenomenon if you could send me that story or send me the if video, i find it again i will absolutely. i was watching send, send it. i think i found I it that. it was like on instagram or something like that i don't know somewhere I, wow that is and it happened twice that's in, so yeah she, was she able said to there's a problem it. yeah yeah there's a problem mm. well it must have snowed twice you have to have the right kind of scenario for sure i don't know it didn't make a lot of sense to me so i'm I'm not going to tell you that it's fact i'm just going to go with uh she was having issues for sure so her car got away from her but anyway yes your tesla will drive to you and that's probably a feature i was going with that i would eliminate from any car anyway right you can surely walk to your car uh there was a, a video i saw recently uh, where this guy was going to go to Baltimore from New York, mm-hmm. and his, and he was driving his Tesla, and um, it said his battery was about to die, and um, he forgot to charge it last night, and he doesn't have time to charge it right now because he needed to get to Baltimore at this specific time. Uh, and so they showed all the power stations, but a lot of them were they were automatically turned off. So uh, and Tesla apparently knew that already. Well, and when so you they were s- trying to travel to this specific destination for the next charger, and it's ca- his car was going to die if that was the case to mm-hmm. still do it. And he's like, "Well, it's still taking me there. I don't know what else to do. I can't cancel it or anything right now. It's still taking me to this specific destination." I mean, the car takes it you there. He was using the self driving mechanism. Then turn get, it off. Yeah, he could, but then his battery would still die if he tried to make it there still either way, no matter what. And my point was, why did you leave home when you say you don't have time? That's like that's like somebody driving a gas vehicle, getting mm-hmm. in the car and driving past a gas station saying, I don't have time to get but fuel, least- even though I'm going to run out on the way where I'm going. That's the... But at least with the gas station, thing I've ever heard. At least the gas station part, you know, there's multiple gas stations. We know that if one's closed, at least there's another one. But he had a charger at home, obviously, right? He could have, yes. But he was in a hurry at that time, I guess. But, but. it's going to take longer because you're going to run out of battery. You're going to have to walk. Yep. Or, so why not just charge it there at home and be a little late and not ha- take the stress out of your life? Once again, the least again, smartest thing pr- I've heard all day. It's trying. To, it, I think he was also trying to prove the point that Teslas still are very inaccurate and EVs are very inaccurate in their charging stations because it'll still be programmed. Oh well, it's okay to go charge. Uh, we'll, we'll still try to make it to this destination, even though we know we don't have. You know what? I can make a there. great point to this. Go ahead. Driving, coming back from Idaho, drop into northern uh, Nevada. Coming down, see a gas station, look at my thing, eh, close, pass, pass that gas station, double check my mileage on the truck to the next gas station, whoop, not going to make it, turned around, went back to the gas station and filled up. In Idaho? Kind of kind of like, no, no, I didn't go all the way back to Idaho. I oh. just pa- passed in northern a gas station. I mean, I turned around and went back like like five miles Okay, because as I passed the gas station, I was checking like, how many miles do I have? So if I was driving an electric car and I know like there's the last charging station or I'm at home and my car won't make it to where it needs to go, I would just wait and charge it. I understand. This makes no sense at all. No, I know. Again, I think he was just, again, trying to mostly prove the point about electric vehicles and their faultiness. That's well, well they're, yes, they're very faulty. No, I don't think they're faulty. They have a purpose and the purpose wasn't for what he was trying to do with it. So just one of those things for sure. But yes, very... uh very interesting when it comes to uh to stuff like that so um it would be best if you uh um don't go driving your electric car without charge on the battery because uh um you know just uh, one of those things that that doesn't work out so well so 
Anyway, um, yeah, great stuff today. Great questions for sure um, when it comes to uh, cars and everything else. But uh, um, And some smog law stuff that we snuck in there. So might keep your eyes out. Uh, might be looking to uh, uh, change uh, um, the laws there that, uh, you know, it would be 83 and older that uh, needs to be smogged or 82 and older um, as far as that goes. Which would be a change of about, what, seven years? Um, seven years of cars that wouldn't be smogged anymore. So, like I said, we don't see a lot of those cars anyway. So, anyway, hey, everybody that joined me, I truly appreciate you. Keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Um, and be safe out there, man. It's uh, It looks like the rain has died down for us for at least a few days, right, Brendan? Yeah, according to the uh, Garden Guys, next weekend it's supposed to rain again, possibly. A, a week but... from this weekend? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll dry out a bit. Good things. Good things. San Diego and everybody else out there, be safe. And uh, until next week, this has been Auto Talk Radio. We'll be back live. Take care, folks. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.